Hey, this is John Orberg, and we're in the season of Advent. We are celebrating Jesus' once and future kingship in our midst. And we're doing it in a spirit of radical acceptance. And what I want to invite me and you to do today is to radically accept our minds. And if you're like me, that's a bit of a stretch because I get quite impatient with my mind. And I wish it worked way different. I wish it worked much better. It is filled with all kinds of thoughts, temptations, sense of inadequacy, worry, anger, resentment that I wish was not there. But this is the only mind I have. And it was actually given to me by God. And it was given to you by God. So I want to walk through in these moments now how to radically accept the minds that God has given us and to radically accept the thoughts, particularly the peace that God wants to give to our minds. I heard a talk not long ago from Dallas Willard. It was delivered, of course, many years ago, but I was listening to it in the middle of the night. And there was a thought I'd never, uh, that had never occurred to me before. Dallas was talking about a parable that Jesus told. You might be familiar with this, where it's the story of a sower that goes out to sow some seed, and the sower sows lots of seed, and some of it falls on different kinds of soil. Some of the soil is rocky, and some of it is on a path where it's pressed down, and some of it has thorns. Some of it is receptive, it's soft, it's open. And Jesus explains later on that the seed is like the word, we might think of it as a thought. And the condition of the soil, we might think of as the condition of our own minds. And he says, often there's a thought that will come and it lands, but then it gets choked out by distractions or by the cares of this world. Now, here's the key part. I had always thought about this as a story about evangelism, if you know about that word, about that, that the idea of the seed that's being sown is it's the story of the gospel, how to be saved, how to know God, and sometimes people are receptive to it, but often they're not. But what Dallas said, and I think he was right, because generally I think Dallas is always right, what Dallas said was actually, this is a story for everybody. This is a story for people who are already following Jesus about every moment of our lives. God is sending out thoughts, his word, thoughts of love, thoughts of joy, thoughts of peace, thoughts of beauty, thoughts of inspiration, all the time from one moment to the next moment in the beauty of this world, in the faces and lives of people that are around us, in the story of scripture, in great lines that we can read, in tasks that we can do, in taking out a, a, a dog. I was talking to a friend yesterday who talked about how he finds God when he takes out, he's got this great big 170 pound dog that he takes out for a walk in the morning and he meets God there. And the question is, Will the soil of my mind be open, receptive to this thought, to God saying to me, John, I love you. John, I have a purpose for you. John, you don't need to worry about the future. You don't need to worry about the people that you love. I care for all of them. You don't need to live in anxiety of death. In every moment, thoughts are coming, words. The sower is sowing seeds all the time. Now, am I preparing my mind to receive them? I can radically accept this thought as God's word to me so that then, as Paul puts it when he's writing the church at Philippi, the peace of God will guard your heart and your mind. And I'd really like that. How do I plow up the soil of my mind? How do I make it receptive so that instead of just clinging to anxious, 
resentful, fearful, ego-driven thoughts, I'm from one moment to the next responsive to the seed that's being sown by God in my mind. And here's where I want to talk about a word that gets used a lot in our day that I think is really, really important for us to cultivate, and it's, it's the word mindfulness. Now, just as uh, uh, we, we physically live by taking in nourishment from beyond ourselves, our stomachs are that way, they're designed to digest, our lungs are that way, we take in air through the process of respiration, so it is with our mind. We don't live by bread alone, just by digesting, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, from meaning, from thoughts. And so uh, this little word mindfulness has become very, very popular in our day. When I was first starting in grad school, I think there had been maybe 70 studies that were done on that topic. And now it's many, many thousands. And I think it's because in our day we recognize we have tremendous needs uh, learning how do we manage our minds. And mindfulness, I'll give you my own definition of it, mindfulness is a capacity to be fully aware of what's happening in this present moment, particularly self-aware. That is, I'm aware internally, am I feeling anxious or upset or angry? So full awareness of what's happening in this present moment, particularly self-aware, in a spirit of non-condemning detachment. Now, often the word non-judgmental will be used, but actually Jeffrey Schwartz points out it's very important that we retain the capacity to be discerning or to evaluate or to judge our actions, but also that we be very non-condemning. In Christ now there is no condemnation. As we think about the thoughts and the feelings that come our way, which we cannot control, and actually my own sense of shame or self-condemnation will often keep me from being fully aware of Oh yeah, I have this desire, or I have this fear. And so, mindfulness is the capacity to be fully aware of what's going on in this present moment. I'm not preoccupied. I'm not mindless. Ellen Langer was one of the first people to write about this, and she talks about how the opposite of mindfulness is mindlessness, when we just go on autopilot. And then our soil gets hard and we're resistant to those wonderful thoughts because we're not really thinking. We're just, we begin to stew with those thoughts. He talks about how questions can help us become alert in the moment. You might try answering this out loud. She says, for example, the name of a tree that grows from an acorn is an oak. The funny story a comedian tells is called a joke. The sound a frog makes is a croak. The white of an egg is called a... And if you said yolk, and you remember it's the white of an egg, you realize you are being mindless in this very moment. And the opposite of mindlessness is to be mindful. That word, uh, there's an Australian author who talks about Christ-centered mindfulness, who notes that um, mindfulness actually entered the English language in a Christian context. And I believe that what in our culture we talk about as mindfulness in the Bible is called peace. A mind set on the Spirit is life and peace.
and in Christian history is actually called Practicing the Presence of God. And if you read that little book by Brother Lawrence, of course, he does not use the word mindfulness, and it doesn't uh, mean only what is talked about in our day, particularly in a secular context, as mindfulness, because he is not simply available, fully aware of the present moment, he is fully aware of the presence of Jesus in this moment. So that's the invitation for today. I accept my mind, you accept your mind. And when I become aware of thoughts of resentment or fear of missing out or greed or lust or judgment on other people, I don't condemn myself for them. Now in Christ there is no condemnation. When I become aware of them, I don't have to be attached to them anymore. I am not them. They are not me. I just let them go and I gently bring my mind back to the reality that Jesus is with me right now. And the sower is sowing the seed. And simply that thought, John, I am with you. Peace I give to you, my peace I give to you. The sower is sowing seeds every moment. Today, God, would you plow the soil of my mind and let the seed take root from one moment to the next. Would your peace guard my mind? Receive peace. Accept your mind as the place where the presence of God will be known. I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, we're so glad you're here. More than a video to watch, we hope this is a community you can engage with. So add your voice to the comments. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram, or join our Facebook group, becomenew.me. We'll be posting daily questions and resources for you to engage with. And if you want real-time text alerts, you can text the word become to the number 56525. So take a step, get connected, and we'll see you next time.